Sarah, I started a Substack last spring, just kind of as an experiment, and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mom Hour listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm a mom of three kids, ages two, five, and seven, and I live in Southern California. And I'm Megan. I am the mom of five kids, ages six through 17, and I live in Michigan. This is the Mom Hour, part of the Life Listened Network. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode 49 of the Mom Hour. Today, Sarah and I are actually recording this together. Um, on site in Southern California at a conference that we're at together called the Mom 2.0 Summit. Uh, we are in Laguna Niguel at the Ritz Carlton overlooking the ocean. And I kind of can't believe this is my life right now. No, it is outrageously gorgeous here. And the sound quality might be a little different than usual because we are sharing a mic and we're in bed. Did we mention that? <laughs> we we're in a bed together. Um, so what we did this time, and I th- I'm so excited about this episode. It's we've actually awesome. seen, we've, we, we witnessed uh, this bed has been, has been the site of several interviews. There has been a lot of podcasting in this bed. Yes, there has been. Recently. And we recorded interviews with three soon to be four sets of mom friends who met online. Yep. And so there are people who are at the conference with us. One is Jessica Ashley that I'm going to be talking to a little bit. Um, she's the first one, actually. Jessica and I are talking about our mom friendship that started online at the Chicago Moms blog a few years ago. More than a few, but I'm not going to say how many. Um, then it's Liz Gumner and Kristen Chase of Cool Mom Picks. They also have a great podcast called Spawned. They talk about how they met online like in 2004 or five or something ridiculous like that and how that's led to them being best friends and having this great business partnership. Then we have Asha Dornfest of Parent Hacks and Christine Coe of Boston Mamas. They wrote um, Minimalist Parenting together and have the Edit Your Life podcast. And then at the very, very end, so you have to hold out, Sarah and I are going to share our story, how we met and how, and how we make it work long distance. And you know what I loved about, so we've listened to these interviews and watched, we were all in the room together and it was awesome. So if you're already thinking, well, I'm not a podcaster or a blogger and I don't do online work, what I just got so much out of hearing these friendship pairs talk about their friendship and talk about, and I think so for our listeners who aren't in this space, I feel like it was very sweet and it was like made me appreciate like all my different kinds of friends. Um, And I also, I think it was in Asha and Christine's interview. She just made a really good point, which is the real life versus just online friends. Those lines have started to blur. Like we have real life friends that we mostly keep in touch with online or we have online friends who become real life besties. So if you are just, you know, if you're not in this same space, if you're not in this bed with us, literally or figuratively, um, stick with it. It's be- like beautiful interviews about friendship. And I know our listeners actually have been asking for mom friend yes. topic. Yeah. So that's kind of evol- what it evolved into. And it's going to be really cool. I'll be honest that we totally came up with this idea at like two o'clock this afternoon. So behind the scenes, <laughs> we do everything at the last minute. We do everything at the last minute. But it's it's a great show. I got really teary yeah. actually watching every single interview and listening to what these people have yeah. to say. So please listen um, and make sure you listen through to the end. Yes. 
because so that's when Sarah story. and I will tell end, our as story. Usual, um, you can find everything at themomhour.com. This is episode 49. Yeah. Um, and we will, you'll hear a lot of new voices, which is something you don't normally on our show. So if you're wondering again who all those wonderful people are and how to find them, again, just go to the mom hour and we will have links galore. Oh, and one more thing, you guys, we want to make it clear that we have people from different shows on today. So we are giving this episode an explicit rating. It actually only has like one SH bomb and maybe a little little naughty talk, a little tiny bit of naughty talk. Not terrible. It's very fun. Please don't let that um, deter you. But if you are concerned um, and and used to our show being uber clean, I would say that instead of G, like we usually PG, like we usually are, this one might be somewhere between PG and PG 13. So not bad, but we, you know, we have to be upfront about that. So we know that a lot of you guys value the headphones, pop in your headphones and listen to it. Or just, uh, when you listen to the spawned ladies, just, um, do earmuffs. (laughs) Okay. On with the show. Hey everyone. It's Megan. I am here with my friend, Jessica Ashley from single mom nation. And we're going to talk about our friendship story. It did in a, in a land far away um, called Chicago Mom's Blog. Like a blog that no longer exists. Exactly. Even you, in archive format. It doesn't even exist in archives? Okay, no. not really. So we both wrote for, I lived in Chicago for a hot second or like a year. And we were both writing for a site, a group site called Chicago Mom's Blog. And here's the funny thing. The first couple of times I went to an event and Jessica was there, I was super intimidated by her because she always had awesome hair and cute clothes. And I just felt like she was giving me the stink eye. <laughs> I don't know why. So I had this complex. I'm super intimidating. <laughs> I had a Jessica complex until we roomed together. Yeah, we were on a Facebook group together and it ended up that we both were looking for roommates. Yes, for a conference that we a went big, to. It was a leap of faith. It was. And so we went to this. So we went to this conference and we roomed together. And I have a really funny memory of coming out of the bathroom. So we were drinking some wine and sharing very intimate stories about our lives. And I was like lotioning up my chest <laughs> and I walked out of the bathroom and there was like rubbing lotion all over myself. And you said, would you stop lotioning your boobs for a minute? And so that was, I'm glad we're sharing this story. I'm glad, it was but it was funny. a bonding, bonding moment. Like, you know, if you're in that situation with someone like you're either not coming back to the hotel room or you're going to be friends for a really long exactly, time. Exactly. And in our case, it worked out that we did become friends for a long time. So since then, that was what, 2011? 2011, that right? That seems right. Yeah. So we've gone on to room together at several more conferences. We've hung out in person a lot, but I think the, and we've collaborated on different projects, but I, one of my favorite things is just that we talk all the time. Yeah. You're one of the few people I'll talk to on the phone. That's, <laughs> that's a big deal. That's special. Like it's actually easier to get you on the phone than text, which is weird when you work with somebody online. Yeah. When I usually right. don't answer my phone. But you're definitely like you're in the tribe. And we've talked so much about that. We're at a conference where we've talked so much about finding your tribe and solidifying your partnerships and finding those people who you can make magic with. And I think that that was one of the great things about that moment um, in time. And also it's where we met up with Christine and Asha and really became um, such a close group then because we were all in a place where we were wanting to do so much more. Yeah. And it was a real shift for me. That was when um, I left a big job and was going out more on my own. And you were all really there at a moment that I think was critical 
for me feeling supported in doing that. And I could see what was possible. And that was happened really quickly in real life because I think we'd fostered some acquaintances online for many years. Yeah, I agree. The other really cool thing is that you went through several big life changes. I mean, we both had kids who were getting older and then you went and had yourself a baby. I did. And it was really (laughs) special to be part of that. I felt like, you know, it was, I, I remember you trying to get pregnant and like, that was something you really, really wanted and how exciting that was and kind of fearful. And then you were, and it was like, I think okay. you were the first person I told. Oh. <laughs> I mean, outside of the father, well. <laughs> <laughs> but I think even before my mom, you knew oh, that, that I was pregnant. Oh my gosh. That makes me really happy. Sarah, we both know this time of year can be crazy. So this is a great time to get ahead with no prep, no mess meals from our sponsor factor. I love how these meals are ready to eat and delivered right to your door. I mean, you can't beat that convenience, but most importantly, they're seriously delicious. Yeah, Megan, I agree. Our whole family was impressed with the quality and flavor of Factor meals we tried. And it turned out to be a great option for my teenagers when they got home late from a theater practice or came home from school super hungry. There's zero prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Factor meals just need to be heated for about two minutes and they're ready to go. Yeah. And for any listeners with wellness goals this month, Factor has six menu preferences to support your lifestyle, whether you're trying to boost your protein, avoiding meat, or simply focusing on well-balanced meals. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your lifestyle. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code MOMHOUR50 at factormeals.com slash MOMHOUR50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest, I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day and it could seriously use a refresh, but you know what's good to go? My shoes. I've got a great selection to choose from thanks to the Vionic Vitals collection. And lately, the pair I keep putting on again and again is the Uptown Loafer. I have two pairs, one in sand suede and the other in camel leather. But please don't make me pick a favorite. Oh, I won't. I'll let you keep both. That's so funny, Megan, because I was a little jealous of your Uptown Loafers. I was the last one on our team to get a pair, but I just did. I also got mine in the sand suede, and I think I've worn them like four times this week. They really finish off a cute spring outfit. The Vionic Vitals collection has the best essential styles for everyday wear to get you ready for spring. And no matter what shoes you choose, you'll be on the go in comfort because every single pair of Vionic shoes delivers their trademark Motion technology for a difference you can feel. Bionic sandals, sneakers, and flats all offer incredible support, stability, and cushioning, and every pair comes with a 30-day risk-free trial, so it's easy to try them out. Use code themomhour 15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. So what is the takeaway for this? So we're talking about like how great we are at being friends, but what is, you know, for someone who's sitting at home and maybe doesn't really ever think, Hey, I'm going to start a business with someone, or I'm even going to go to a conference. Like not everyone does that. Not everyone's weird like us, but there's this beauty to this way of meeting in, in, and what I think is great about this whole episode is that everyone on this episode became friends with someone that if not for the internet would literally never have met. Well, I think that there was 
this great thing about already admiring the work that you do yeah. and knowing the work that you do and having some, it wasn't like a stranger in a hotel room. Mm. And then just being open to see where it went. Yeah. And we were both in the, the same mindset. Yeah. And then we just connected. Yeah. I mean, in the way that you would meet friends when you're in kindergarten or you would in college, I think it's an extension of that. You mentioned Facebook groups earlier, and it's actually kind of funny because I was thinking about how when I first became a mom many years ago now, there was no Facebook, but there was forums. So you could get on a forum. And there were always people I still have to this day, friends that I really connected with 18 years ago, because you get a sense, you can really get a sense of someone's personality via their online voice. And I think that that now, what I kind of envy newer moms now, who are just kind of starting off, it's like now they're so, they can really connect with people in a much more real way. I mean, in those days, you didn't even use your real name. All the forums were just kind of anonymous. Beep, beep, beep. And now, exactly. Now you see their kids and you see their picture and you know their name and you see who they're like, who they're friends with outside of the group. It's like a really kind of a cool time. But also it's just like any other social situation, I think, where there are going to be people who you're acquaintances with. And then there are like real and deep and authentic relationships. And not everybody who works outside of the online sphere understands that those are authentic relationships but they are particularly if you meet in person and that can really be solidified it's not always no not there's that there can be that magic moment let's talk about the way (laughs) let's talk about the way sometimes yeah that i'll never forget that part (laughs) um that that kind of can bleed over into real life though because i think sometimes people think that they have these relationships with other moms that live online in like a little box and that's the only place it lives but i know your kids you know some of my kids and we've done things together out like last year we did um, listen to your mother, Southwest Michigan together, which was great. And we don't live in the same town. We live about an hour and two hours apart. Um, but there's always like those opportunities to get outside of the Internet, get off of our phones and get together in real life, even if we live far away. And even if, as some of the other people in this episode have talked about, live much further away than two hours so, right. yeah. Well, you're not necessarily a physical presence, although we see each other occasionally in our lives, but you are a presence in my family life when we're mm-hmm. talking about what we do at work and what we're partnering up on and what's coming next, like what projects, and we're at the dinner table talking about those things. So my son knows Megan Francis as a part of our life, and it's two names. It's not just Megan or <laughs> Megan Francis. He always calls or, me Megan or, Francis. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and so you're definitely a presence in our lives. And so I think that that's also something that maybe is not always validated or talked about that somebody who you know online can be very present in your family or in your parenting situation. That it feels it feels just as it can feel just as big as, as mm-hmm. the mom down the street who you're exchanging babysitting time with or you see in play group. So, Jessica, if you're a mom and you're listening to this right now and you're feeling lonely or isolated and there aren't you're not finding your tribe in your town or your play groups or your whatever it is, your school, school pickup line or whatever. What is your advice then for to find your tribe, maybe using the Internet? I think I think Facebook is a great place to start because you can hunt around for mom groups that are in your neighborhood or in your city. And you can connect with moms who have kids that are maybe not exactly the same age as yours. are. There's value in having moms who have children your same age, obviously, to get together if you can. But getting the advice for example, that you have given me, um, particularly in being pregnant the second time, um, that's been just really rich for me and important for me and supportive for me. And so I would say start there. And 
find ways that you can maybe reconnect with people who you've known in past parts of your life who can be a support too, that they don't necessarily have to be in your city. Sometimes it's that lady from high school who is liking everything, but that can feel like a real support at 2 a.m. when you are up with a sick kid or whatever the situation, that can be just as authentic and real and a presence for you as somebody who you can call to come from next door. You, I couldn't say it better, so I'm going to leave it there. Jessica, where can everybody find you? Find me at, at Single Mom Nation. How do you, what's the URL? Single-MomNation.com. Single-MomNation.com. <laughs> okay, find her there. Thanks so much for being on, friend. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kristen Chase. I'm Liz Gumbiner. We're the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com and the podcasters of Spawned with Kristen and Liz. And we're friends. In real life, real life friends. And we get to work together every day. IRL for the youngins, for the youths. <laughs> so we should tell the story about how we met. Yeah, it's a good story. It's kind of like Tinder before there was Tinder. We met online. <laughs> yeah, without all the sex stuff, though. There was no swiping <laughs> of any kind. So we both had personal blogs. Mm-hmm. I was writing Mom 101. You were writing Motherhood Uncensored. And I thought you were very famous. Well, I was very famous. I know. You had been blogging like three months longer than I had. <laughs> and you left a comment on my blog. And I was like, oh, famous blogger left a well, comment no, on my you blog. You should say I tried to leave a comment on Liz's blog, but she had it set. Her settings were such that only people with blogger profiles could leave a comment. So I actually emailed her to say I wanted to leave a comment, but I couldn't. And you should open up your comments. And it was not scoldy or sanctimonious in any way. It was super helpful. I thought, wow, that's so nice of you to write to me and tell me that you couldn't leave a comment on my blog and you would like to leave a comment You're on my blog. You like, what a cool mom. And it was like, like a premonition. I just felt like, <laughs> like the people on the internet are talking to me. It was very exciting. And so I opened up my comments and then we kind of started a old fashioned pre-social media comment on each other's blogs relationship. Yeah. And then I had this idea to start a website called Cool Mom. Cool Mom Shit. Beep. Oh, Oh, right. We forgot. (laughs) Cool Mom S word. I forgot. Megan's podcast is not as uh, uncensored as as Bond is. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So I was going to start a website. And I asked a couple of people that I loved, you know, on the Internet, they're writing. And one of them was Liz. And I said, hey, I have this funny site that I want to start. Do you want to write for it? And she was like, yeah, that'd be fun. But you have to change the name. Yeah, I thought it might limit us later (laughs) in life at some point. And back then, you know, blogs were not commercial endeavors but we really wanted to support moms and small businesses that we were starting to see pop up online we had blog friends who were making homemade stuffed animals and trying to sell them and we just thought it would give women and other mothers a venue to help promote the cool s-word stuff that they were making (laughs) this is fun i haven't said s-word in a long time can we say poop emoji (laughs) (laughs) and people will know what we're talking about for sure uh yeah so then liz was like hey do you want a business partner and i was like okay (laughs) you were awesome and i was like 50 50 you're like sure it's like that was the best business deal i ever made and just like that we were partners and the best part is that we had never met in person i don't think we met in person for a good four months until we went to the blog her conference first blog her conference was about six months after we had started the site and that's the first time we actually met in person and I meeting you was like hey like I remember thinking I just felt like I knew you by then yeah and that's the first time we also met Asha too from Parent Hacks 
That's true. Actually, you know, I, I think a lot of women that we've remained mm-hmm. friendly with in the blogging and now social media, digital community, are women we met that very day. The mm-hmm. rookie moms, and there were tons of them. I don't even remember. All I remember is wearing pasties outside <laughs> of my shirt. Yes, that's when back when blogs could not get any um, sponsorships and Blogger Conference was... Uh, uh, their sponsors included um, a pasties company. Really bad We're, water. Really bad, really bad. It was water. disgusting. We were all dehydrated the whole weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was terrible. And and a bib that said like the name of some now defunct dot com company on it. And I think female condoms. <laughs> <laughs> We've come a long way. <laughs> now we're at the Mom to Us Summit, and they're like, "Here, here's 800 pounds of free Dove products and some ice cream." <laughs> yeah, lots of good ice cream. So then, um, when we started the site, it was really just a grassroots way mm-hmm. to write about stuff we thought was cool. And we originally thought that we were just going to be all about small brands and small businesses. And over time, what we realized was that people were saying, "Well, what would you buy at the mall? Well, what would you get at Old Navy? Well, what would you get for Christmas if you only have twenty five dollars to spend?" And we realized they were looking for us for for curation and for our opinions. And we were like, "Oh, we can." do more with our site. Yeah, and at the same time, I mean, we lived far away, so Liz was always in New York, and I was in various weird places in the South, like Mississippi, and then Arkansas. Or Those are not Atlanta. that weird places in the South. They're just in the South. <laughs> I just want to point that out. There's nothing really weird about no, them. Well, weird isn't bad. It's just sort of like random places. You know, I don't know. They were, they were, they were weird to me. Well, I love weird. You were, you know, a highly educated college professor from the north living on an army base in Mississippi. So I think that's one of the things I liked about you. You were like a fish out of water. I was not on an army base. Oh my, God, you were a military base. <laughs> my ex is a pilot in the Air Force. Whatever. <laughs> I know people in the military. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was a base of some sort with people that wore uniforms and did fighting like things for the country. (laughs) Is this like we've suddenly started playing taboo? (laughs) Military. Anyway, so yeah, so we didn't live close together, but then what was cool is that we started to do more in-person stuff and we became, I mean, we were obviously friendly as we were writing together, but we became really good friends. And what's really awesome is that our daughters are really good friends too, because we would come up and I was, we were always with kids and then our kids, you know, they sort of grew up together. Our oldest daughters are, their birthdays are a day and a year apart. So every summer we would go up to the Jersey Shore. Well, I, you wouldn't go up. You I would, would go, go down, down, down the shore. I would go up to the shore, which doesn't have the same ring to it. And yeah, and then we would celebrate our birthdays. And that was when we had one child each. And now you have four and I have two. And they're all still friends. And yeah. they go to sleepaway camp together. They and do. it's kind of awesome that yeah. we get to be business partners and friends. And our kids are friends. And they text each other at night when they think that, you know, we're, we don't know. <laughs> When they were supposed to put away their phones. And it's hard to believe, like, when we had little two-year-olds together in the Jersey Shore in the, you know, playing in the ocean, that one day they'd be like, hey, let's chat on this Minecraft server. I know. Or, you know, I just started a revolution. Or when are we, when can I come see you? But the thing I think is so amazing, kind of like Megan and Jessica were talking about, is that 
I don't think we would have met any other way. And to me, that's mm. one of the most exciting things about what the digital space has done for women is not only has it opened up job opportunities, I think, in amazing ways. If you think about it 10 years ago, this was not an industry. This was not a career. Like all the moms out there who are making a living doing this incredible thing, this didn't even exist. We were just fooling around on our computers. We were messing around and we created a career out of it. I mean, mm -hmm. along with the thousands of other women who did. And we really found our tribe and we got to find people we probably never would have met any other way. I know. Well, I mean, for me especially, not like, and I'm sure there are a lot of other people like this too. I mean, I was living in, Missis in Mississippi and I felt really out of place because I didn't have any friends that were moms. And that was the one Mississippi thing. on the army base. <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. the fighty people <laughs> with the fighty people I just have to say for Megan's audience who don't know me I am like the master at mispronouncing things and like misspeaking all the time so if you tuned into Spawned ever you would catch me saying things like Jason Timberlake and <laughs> Justin Justin Timberland Justin Timberland <laughs> and Jason Bieber and I just make up all sorts of stuff <laughs> yes so I'm, you, I'm and the now, fact checker I'm the fact the checker and now you lived on an army base that you never lived on so we'll add that to the list. It's all right. But yeah, so our kids are friends. And I think, you know, for me, it was so amazing to be able to connect with other people that were like minded because I didn't feel like I had those people nearby. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about the Internet and, and social media, because I know it, it sometimes gets knocked you know, hard um, in terms of the negativity and the trolls and all that kind of stuff. But on the really positive side, it has been a great connector. And I think, you know, in, in some ways, a great equalizer. So and I think especially as we've moved away from personal blogging and our site has really become a lifestyle magazine, you know, that covers all kinds of topics. We talk about food and technology and DIY and crafts and gift guides for holidays. Like we do so much, but it's not as personal. I love that starting a podcast with you gave us the opportunity to talk again about all the different kinds of subjects that we are interested in as parents. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, actually our podcast is much like this, except we're not usually in a bed <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> Also, we get to edit a little more. <laughs> so I wouldn't say things like army base with fighting people. <laughs> Actually, I probably would. You probably would. But then it would magically become an Air Force what base. What are your favorite topics that you, that you think we've covered on Spawned? Um, you know, I like our cool pick of the week because um, it allows us to talk about stuff that we might not necessarily feature on our site that we still like, but it might not fit editorially or whatever. So that's been my favorite part. I mean, of course, it had to be when I wore the magical pants. That was my favorite part. If you, oh, oh, we're talking the, about moments? Well, I don't... You can talk about the magic pants. The that magical was great. The pants are so the best thing you ever. Got, so you said your cool pick of the week and you're like, Liz, I'm wearing them right now. And I was like, oh, they, they look cool. They were some kind of like exercise pants. Yeah, so they're these capri pants that have extra elastic in them so they burn about 14 to 15 percent that's a very exact figure <laughs> more calories when you wear them and you wore them and yes. I was like oh they look good and you lifted up your shirt and I go oh no 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 <laughs> there was like major camel toe happening <laughs> Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'll never have sex again. So thanks. The chastity that. pants. We turned them into the chastity pants. We called them chastity pants because I couldn't get them off. I mean, I mean, not that I tried in the <laughs> podcasting booth, but I mean, really, it took about 40 minutes to get the pants off. Well, that's how you burn the calories. It <laughs> has yeah. nothing to Actually, do with working out. I wore them, it was like an extra 20% more calories because <laughs> I couldn't get them on or off. But that would be my favorite moment. In fact, I styled my whole entire outfit. It was like hip hop Kristen came in. You're like, who is that? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I like that we've done every kind of topic. Like sometimes we talk about pop culture. And recently I love the episode we did about how to talk to your kids about politics during a very contentious election year, which actually became a topic I got to speak on the Today Show about this week. Mm-hmm. So I like when we talk about things that kind of get out into the culture. But um, I've also loved the interviews we've done lately. Yeah, we just added guests. So that's been kind of fun. We've had Rosie Pope and and LeVar Burton came on and made us made cry. Us cry. <laughs> You've never heard anyone speak so beautifully no. and authentically about children and literacy and giving every kid a chance and... I'm going to cry right now just thinking right, about so that, it. Yeah, no, there's no crying in podcasting. <laughs> there is if you're me. <laughs> All right, so if people want to find us, where can they go, Liz? We are at Spawned with Kristen and Liz on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, it your favorite fooled. podcast It actually app. is a parenting podcast. If you listen to it and you're a science fiction fan, you will be very disappointed. <laughs> and our apologies in advance. And it, it is an explicit rating, whether or not we still have that written there. It is, so I'm just warming <laughs> some of Megan's more... Um, sensitive listeners to be aware that if there are children in the room you might want them to leave (laughs) and you can also find us online at coolmompics.com coolmomtech.com coolmomeats.com yes and on the like those social media thingies like Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, fine. <laughs> You're on Snapchat. I'm still like the old You're lady. You're on MySpace. Who's like, I'm not, I'm not on Snapchat. I'm holding on to Friendster if it kills me. <laughs> well, Megan, thank you so much for having us on. And um, I hope we get to have you on our podcast. Yes, sometimes very, very soon. Except we won't have the bed. Sorry. Hello, everyone. I'm Christine Coe. And I'm Asha Dornfest. And where are we from, Asha? Well, I'm from Portland, Oregon. Where are you from? I'm from Boston. And we have the Edit Your Life show podcast. Yes, we are. We're also the co-authors of a fabulous book called Minimalist Parenting. But there's so much more to us than just these facts, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Uh, Let's see. So this episode is about mom friendships that started online, which sounds a little creepy, perhaps. But (laughs) it's not. It's totally not. In fact, I actually made a friend on MySpace. And she moved to Boston, and I met her in real life, and I'm like, oh, God, is this going to be crazy? But she was awesome. Anyway, do you remember how we met? I absolutely remember how we met, and it's so now it just sounds so quaint when you think about email and everything that that means. We met because you sent me an email. I did. Did Like, how did you receive that? I mean, I was it was just an email saying, I really admire your work, Asha. You're awesome. And I recall that I was not asking you for anything. I just wanted to, like, express myself. Is that weird or was it cool? Well, so here's the thing. So I think we need to set the stage a little bit because this was at a very different time, I think, on the Internet and the blogosphere. And do we even say blogosphere anymore? I don't know. I don't even I don't know, know if that's a word. <laughs> I, I Like, I wonder if that actually just completely dates us. The Internet. <laughs> anyway, uh, I if I recall, I had started a blog maybe six months before that. And so you were just a few months behind me in terms of your own blogging, you know, journey. Mm-hmm. And so you had sent me an email basically saying that you loved what I did and that you loved the way that I promoted community. And your question was, was it weird? And it, no, it wasn't weird. And I think that's what's weird. Okay, here's what's weird. You sent me this email and I just immediately felt um, connected to you on some did you, level. Did you feel my aura sort for of. the internet? I don't know if it was an aura, Christine. But actually, but I did feel, it was not like I, I got a million of these emails and it's, you know, so it, it was unusual hmm. and it was just such a generous thing to receive. Just, it was just a, it was a wonderful like moment of connection. And so we just started talking on, by email. 
No, I kind of love that. And, you know, similar to, it was so funny. It's been so fun seeing the, this episode be recorded in bed in a <laughs> hotel room because it was fun to listen to Kristen and Liz and hear about them. I didn't realize that they had, you know, met online and not met until Blogger because that's exactly what happened to us. I think we were online friends for maybe three years. No more than that. Because, because we had a couple of misconnections, places we were supposed to be at, mm -hmm. conferences, P&G, I remember we were mm -hmm. both supposed to, different things. And then um, it wasn't until Blog Her in New York, and we're like, let's room together. Let's meet in a hotel in New York. <laughs> it wasn't as seedy as it sounded, right? No, not at all. No, not at all. And so it's really interesting because, um, so, you know, here's this friendship that started via email, literally. And then, you know, we would leave comments on each other's blogs yes. because, you know, this was before things like Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. And then, you know, it just moved. It, various platforms basically showed up on the internet and we'd get on those platforms and talk there and then we would tweet with each other and although you know just... i think i'm following you on snapchat and you are not following me well that's because i don't i don't think i've ever even launched snapchat <laughs> i know i'm kidding i'm kidding <sighs> i just gave you your first like snapchat i don't even know what they call them face filter I face did. filter lesson yesterday oh my god <laughs> it's true it's true she's she's still teaching me so anyway that this is the thing it, it's i mean it it was it was literally a virtual friendship and yet it developed it wasn't yeah. like oh that's a nice person who sent me an email once it was a friendship that actually developed and then by the time we actually met in person and said yes let's meet in new york and and you know room together in a hotel it was you know we knew each other it wasn't yeah. even like we knew each other we did know each other yeah Totally. Yeah. And I think the cool thing, too, is that I feel like there are different junctures of our coming to, you know, obviously we don't see each other that often since we live 3,000 miles apart. Um, but there have been different conferences or inline opportunities that have kind of evolved our professional relationship and certainly our personal one to the next level, right? I mean, our book partnership came about at Aunt Mighty. So I, I actually want you to talk about that a little bit because I have a memory of it. I want to hear it from your perspective. Oh my gosh. How, All how I, one of my key memories about that time was that I was doing this shady breast milk transfer while we were at Camp Mighty. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Southern California, I got like 80, 80 ounces of milk. Who wants it? <laughs> but that aside, yeah, I mean, Camp Mighty was, uh, for those who aren't familiar, um, it was started by Maggie Mason, who's just awesome and just really into people identifying and finding ways to make their goals and dreams happen. And so I don't know, there were like maybe 150 people there. It's like a mini conference and we were there rooming together again, I think sharing a bed. And <laughs> I had had this idea for minimalist parenting and I just was like, I want Asha to do this with me. Uh -huh. And I just felt like that was going to be the best and truest way to make this project happen uh -huh. and we were just so aligned and you said yes I proposed and you said yes oh but guess what I first said at first I said no do you, <laughs> do you remember this yeah you were not into books <laughs> okay so here's the thing so the amazing thing was Christine had this incredible sort of dream and vision and at first I didn't it wasn't that I wasn't all there with you it's that I wasn't necessarily going to write a book and did Christine respond to me like, oh, man, you know, you've crushed my dreams. No, you were like, OK, cool. You know, and we're and, and I had offered to help with the proposal and everything else. And we kept talking about it. And then you sent me the proposal and then I read the proposal and it was like, we have to do this together. Mm -hmm. And it was a complete and utter 180. And it wasn't just a 
for me, it was just, it was almost realizing that we had to work together. And it was a, it was a story that we both just felt in our heart of hearts. Yeah. We wanted to tell. But I think what's amazing about that too, is that even that we came to from such different places. Mm-hmm. You know, minimalist parenting for us, right, writing that book together, we come from different backgrounds. We come from, you know, our, our, our children are very different from each other. And yet, and, and the way we approach problem solving in life is very different. And yet we came to this similar place somehow on completely different paths. And that to me has always seemed really magical. Yeah. It's really pretty cool. We are welcoming back Ritual as a sponsor today. Megan, we both try to make healthy choices, but you know, sometimes it's tricky to sort through fact and fiction when it comes to supplements and vitamins to figure out just what they're doing for us. That's why I'm glad Ritual keeps studying their products and sharing the results, especially as it relates to women, since women are the focus of all Ritual's products, including the Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin. And the results are super reassuring. Just as an example, Ritual conducted a university-led clinical trial for their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin, and it was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin is made with high-quality and traceable key nutrients in clean, bioavailable forms with nine key nutrients in two capsules per day. Plus, they are leading the industry when it comes to sustainability. They use lower carbon packaging and prioritize sustainably sourced ingredients. That kind of thoughtfulness really matters to me. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash the mom hour. Start Ritual or add the Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash the mom hour for 25% off. Sarah, we're welcoming our sponsor, Element. That's spelled L-M-N-T, a zero sugar electrolyte drink that leans on current science about what our bodies really need in order to deliver the most effective hydration possible. You know, Sarah, Eric is really into keeping up with health research, and he's been insisting to me for years that we actually need more salt to stay hydrated. Turns out Element agrees because they've developed their product based on a growing body of research that shows that for optimal health outcomes, we actually need to be taking in sodium levels at two to three times government recommendations. That's a big difference. Yeah, it really is, Megan. And, you know, electrolyte deficiency or imbalances can cause headaches, cramps, fatigue, brain fog, and weakness. I know I can feel really rotten when I'm dehydrated. And also, I don't love the taste of plain water, so I'm not that great about drinking it. Element makes a huge difference in how much I'm enjoying my hydration and in how I feel, and it's super easy to fit it into my daily routine. My favorite flavor of Element is the grapefruit, but if that's not for you, we're going to get you set up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite Element flavor. Plus, Element has a no-questions-asked refund policy. You don't even have to send the product back to get your refund. Yeah, you can receive a free Element sample pack containing one packet of eight flavors. So you'll get eight total packets free with any order when you purchase through our custom URL. That's drinkelement.com slash momhour, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership, and it's available for both new and returning customers. To get that offer, again, go to drinkelement.com slash momhour. I don't know. And then I'm just trying to think about, do you want to like... Talk about the podcast a little bit well, and how that came about. I feel like there's still a detail about the book that we should share, okay, go for which it. is that it wasn't, it, you know, we 
here we decided to embark on this huge professional project together. We had never worked together before. Yeah, it's not that's like true. <laughs> it's not like we had ever done we had never done so much as, you know, write a blog post together. Mm-hmm. And yet it was so obvious to us that we wanted to do this and um in the process of writing a book, which is an extremely long process. It's a long and, and challenging process. We discovered, you know, through working together that we seem to have these completely complementary skill sets. That was a little crazy. That was a little crazy. And I specifically what Asha means is that Asha's I refer to her as my like Yoda in in all things. (laughs) Like she just has like the smart big picture ideas. And I'm definitely more of the like chase the carrot bottom up, you know, task oriented person. And that was kind of crazy. That was like sort of a beautiful accident. Well, and it's funny here. I am the big picture person, as you say, and, you know, and you're the task oriented person, which means things get done. Things happen. (laughs) No, really. I think things really happen because you have an incredible ability to just implement and, and, and you picture something and then you make it real. And that I, that is where I want to talk about the podcast because our work that we did um, on minimalist parenting really inspired all of these Mm -hmm. conversations and inspired us to do the podcast. But it very easily could have stayed just us talking on the phone about these things. It didn't necessarily need to turn into a podcast. And I really feel like this is where your strength really came out and said, come on, Asha, we can, you know, we can do this. Let's do it. And you, you know, you wrote out the list. We did, I mean, we did the research together, but boy, it happened, you know, and it's happening. And it's, it's, it's this next chapter that's so incredible together. It is cool. And, you know, when Liz and Kristen were talking about how how um, fun it is to be able to, like, you know, talk about something that maybe may not have made it into their blog for one reason or another, I was thinking about how one of the amazing things for me personally um, with the journey with podcasting is that, you know, I'm a writerly person and I'm like a just intense wordsmither and I'm always, you know, I'm just I just work really hard on editorial so it's been very freeing to do the podcast, to be able to dive deeper, to be able to riff. And also, actually, I should mention, because it is a personal growth issue, to get over the fact that I just used to hate my voice. <laughs> like, really, really hate it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with it. It's oh, fine. my god, Whatever. I forgot. Right. I totally forgot. Remember? That. Like, yes. our first episodes, I'm like, oh, my God, I hate my voice. It's Which awful. is so funny, because when we, so when we record the podcast, we do it via Skype. And I, I get to have the experience of literally Christine's voice in my head, okay? Because it's like, it's really early for me on Pacific time, and it's it's an incredible experience. I love your voice. I really do love That's your really voice. Funny. I love that um, that our friendship, you know, it started as words, and it, it's like turned into talking. And um, because of this podcast every week, it gives us a way to be together every week, which mm-hmm. I really, really value. Mm-hmm. I love it. So do you have any, I'm, you know me, I'm so tip-oriented, so I'm curious <laughs> if you have any ideas for Megan and Sarah's listeners about friendships and either taking a plug online or just maintaining them or some kind of, you know, friendship tidbit. All I would say is that when, you know, when that that dichotomy between in real life friends who you meet, where wherever you meet them, you know, in person and the online friendships that you can make those those that dichotomy is going away and i think that oftentimes when we're online with people we can actually move past the small talk we can just skip that part mm. and get straight to the stuff that's actually really meaningful to us and meet each other on a deeper level i mean that doesn't always happen mm-hmm. but it can happen and to value that and to just honor it and realize that if you're feeling 
friendship for somebody online, it's real, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, I, you know, I, I, but I honestly, I, I feel like, I don't know if you can replicate this experience. It's an individual experience for individual people. Don't you think? It is of course. Yeah, absolutely. I just, uh, you know, I just feel like, um, I mean, friendships obviously for, you know, especially for women are just, you know, magic and especially for moms, like we just you need them. Right. And you need your village in, in whatever way you can carve it out. So I just, you know, I love thinking about this topic and I guess I wanted to say that, um, when Liz and Kristen were talking one thing and they were talking about reconnecting on Facebook with people and it made me think about the idea. And this is kind of my tip, I guess that, um, you know, through Facebook, people often say, Oh, you have to reconnect with these people that you, you know, and I didn't like them back in high school. And why would I reconnect now? And I just wanted to say that I feel like it's really important to have an open mind about people because the people you knew, how you knew somebody 20 years ago is not going to be necessarily be what they, I mean, they, they might still be like that, (laughs) but it's very, very possible they have evolved. And I just wanted to say that because I have some friends from high school and college who I wasn't necessarily that close with them then. And now they're among my closest and dearest and somehow just the way life works out and the we way be- the way becoming moms at around the same time, just the way that kind of happens and mm-hmm. you end up having a play date at a convenience and then it turns out they're awesome. Mm-hmm. That has happened for me on a number of occasions and it has been such magic. Well, and the other thing is yeah. interesting. Facebook, I know for <clears throat> my cousin, my cousin, she, she actually lost her husband very suddenly. This was a number of years ago and, um, and, and he died very suddenly and he was young and she, it, as you can imagine, this was devastating to her family, but she found literally it's a widow's group. It's a mm. Facebook group. And these are now dear friends that she has all across the country, very much like our blogging friends. They share everything and they are able to really share what's really going on with their lives. What, you know, the strange pressures that are that, you know, that come to this unique situation that they're in. These are real, real friendships that mm-hmm. have happened. And so interesting yeah. sort of place and you know unsuspecting she went into that find that she would actually find these incredible friends that's amazing and clearly facebook should be sponsoring this episode of the podcast because like what the heck i, I mean know. seriously i know okay so as much as i'd love to chat with you for like 10 more hours yes. in bed um i think we should close it out and asha why don't you tell all of their fair listeners where they can find you because there is one very key place they could find you <laughs> right now especially right well, now beso- well right now they can actually find me in bookstores in right bookstores. <laughs> so uh, i'm my- like your best publicist yeah, i'm like really the are. PR, pr agent for everybody <laughs> so my blog is called parent hacks parenthacks.com and uh my book is the same parent hacks 134 genius shortcuts for life with kids it just came out so this is why christine's like Encouraging me to talk about it so much. I it is awesome. It's awesome. I'm proud of it. Um, and you are you are Asha Dornfest on most. See here, I go again. You're Asha Dornfest on most profiles, right? Yes, I am. Asha Dornfest on Instagram and Twitter, and you know, Parent Hacks is on Facebook. But now, tell us about you, Christine. Uh, well, you can find. I know I have a local niche name, but my blog is BostonMamas.com, and it's both Boston editorial, but also a lot of national just lifestyle or editorial. So you can find us there. Obviously, our podcast, Edit Your Life Show, and I have a lifestyle solutions video series on YouTube. So it's just YouTube slash Christine Co. And I'm either Christine Co. or Boston Mamas on the various social channels, much to my chagrin because somebody's squatting on Christine Co. at various places. There is no other Christine Co. <laughs> what are they thinking? I even contacted the other one on Instagram, but she has not responded to me. <laughs> 
clearly she doesn't have the same mojo that we have. I know. Or she's just not obsessively on Instagram as much as I am. Right, exactly. Anyway, Megan and Sarah, thank you so much for having us. And we love your podcast. And we're such huge fans of yours. And we're really grateful to be able to connect with your listeners today. Thanks, everyone. Absolutely. Thank you. And it's really fun to actually relive these moments. So thanks for giving us a chance to do that. Okay, guys, it's the moment everyone's been waiting for. No, actually, it's just the moment I've been waiting for because Sarah and I now get to share our story. We realize that we feel like you listeners out there should know this, but then we realize we haven't really talked about it on the podcast. No. People who followed us when we blogged together at The Happiest Home, which was The Happiest Mom, um, and then, of course, our friends and stuff know. But I don't think we've, like shared our story on the podcast no which is interesting because i yeah people i mean how do they even think that we came to be i don't know we just are we just we just like we're created in a lab or like we just floated (laughs) down from heaven so actually the real story is i was teaching an online writing class in 2011 and sarah took the class yeah so the backstory on that is i was a reader of yours so megan had a blog called the happiest mom and I discovered... Do you remember how you found me? Yeah. Well, I probably from a Babbel list, actually. Babbel oh, used to make funny. lists yep. of mom, like top mom bloggers. I actually will tell a really quick side story of how I discovered the first blog I ever read. Because um, I had one baby, which would have been like 2009. Um, my one baby is eight years old today. Um, so maybe she was like one years old. And my friends and I went to see a one woman show at local community theater or like touring local theater called... When did I get like this? I'm, I hope I didn't mess up the name. It's Amy. Yeah, it's Amy Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, who is um, an actress yes. and does a whole bunch of other things. But when I went, I wanted to see. Oh, what is this show we're going to? So I went to the website, and there was like a little button on the side that said blog. And all I knew about blogs was like people journaling online, and I just hadn't ever been drawn to them. I didn't know anybody with a blog. I like clicked that, and she's very funny, mm-hmm. like right up my alley in terms of like humorous stories about her kids. And then I just got sucked down wormhole of reading mom blogs because I was you know I just had one baby and I loved like hearing people's stories that way so I think I found your blog on a list of babble so I went from reading zero blogs to reading like all of the major blogs in a short amount of time and I also discovered Twitter a little bit after that and I would follow and you were very active on Twitter very in those time. days and yes. you were very funny and I was like really into the snark and like just people who were just being real about motherhood yes. so I like I liked your your vibe online, your blog. I mean, you were really helpful and non-judgmental. I was always drawn to like, you'd take an issue on your blog and be like, yeah, but what about this? And I liked that little bit of contrarian, but also super inclusive of like, you know, have we really thought this through? So you'd like pick apart some, you know, issue in like motherhood internet land. And you would just like look at it from a different angle. And I loved that. And then you well, haven't we talked about how the, you and I can never take a stand on anything. No, because we like, can all, we either yeah. play devil's advocate or we can see both sides. Yes. So we make terrible like I say soldiers in a mommy war. Like we make oh, terrible gosh. soldiers. Cause we and make, in a lot of ways we make kind of terrible bloggers. It's <laughs> really I mean, Yeah, because we, we don't want to be controversial. No, no, we're like, no, no, we like all of you. Yeah. I feel like our I, I feel like our whole thing is like what we've always said the podcast really what it all boils down to is it's going to be okay. Yeah, it's going to be okay. And also it depends. Yeah, it depends. It depends. I don't know. It depends. <laughs> the answer to everything is it depends. So we do not really do declarative <laughs> advice. No. Um, but on the writing side, I had just started writing. Um, I kind of played with having my own blog and I never really felt like that was exactly the way I wanted to do it. But I had started writing for a local mom blog that was like a collaborative blog with um, local moms. And so I kind of felt like, oh, and I had placed a piece in a local magazine. So I was like, okay, well, 
I really think I want to try this writing thing, uh, writing about motherhood. I had written in a corporate sense before, but um, and then like timing was right. You were advertising um, an online writing class to teach us how to be freelance writers. Yeah, which is what I wanted to do at that time. And that class, I have to say, I've taught a lot of classes. Yes. since. that was a dream team. Like just yeah. everyone who took that. Yeah, the chemistry was great. Everyone was a go-getter like yeah. everyone was so supportive it was like one of my very and favorite it was experiences. like pretty brand new writers but talented talented yes, people talented. who are you guys know who you are if you're listening yes. it became a very and who have all group. gone on to do great things amazing things in yeah. all totally different areas of writing and creative pursuits like no yeah. one did the same path at all no. um but i think some of our earlier interviews talked about facebook groups and again it comes back to there was a facebook group for yes. that yeah class where you facilitated our and it was a pretty hard class I have to say like we had major assignments yes. you like really I you really were a driver you. I know I guess rigged you guys over the coals um, for sure and yeah so that Facebook group felt pretty um collaborative and intimate and I want to say maybe there's like 12 people in the class yeah like so that. I feel like we got to know each other but you were my teacher man yeah, like it was it was funny? definitely like a teacher student relationship and then we we were Facebook friends because of that class and I took a editing job at the at Scottsdale Moms Blog where I had been writing and that then I was like well now I kind of like this I like this editing kind of project management like editorial planning social media I kind of like I that's still kind of where I end up drawn to a lot of the time I like that side of it and so you approached me about a year later after our class because you knew I'd been doing editing work so you should tell that about like what you were looking to do with your blog. Yeah. Okay. So it's funny. I mean, it's been so long now. It's, it's been four years, right? Okay. No, I, I remember <laughs> I, I was just at a point where my blog was growing and I am not a very, uh, for myself or my own projects, I'm not organized. Like I will totally skip all the details and just dream, 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 big picture, big picture. And I was kind of realizing I really needed someone to balance me out and help me with a lot of this stuff. And I needed another, another voice on the site, frankly. Like, I really, my kids were getting older. I had already written so much content that I felt like it would really be helpful to have someone come in and, and help me. And I knew your writing style. I knew it was very kind of much like mine. The funny thing is now, sometimes I'll read some of your old posts, and I don't know right mm-hmm. away if it's mine or yours. Like, we have a very similar yeah. kind of style. Um, and I also knew from just from having talked to you on the phone, because part of the class was yeah. we did like one or two yeah. phone Which conversations. Which because you hate talking on the phone. Oh, I hate I it. Well, but in, those, in that case, it was fine. But I don't like yes. answering the phone when it right. rings. Like I'll, if I call you yeah. or like we have a, yeah. an appointment, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I, so I just thought for some reason, you just popped in my head like you were the first person I thought of. I just thought Sarah seems really organized and smart. And I know you had little kids and I knew you weren't working outside of the home. And I thought maybe she'd want to do something, a little something, something. And so, I mean, how weird must that, like, was that weird to you? To I get an so, email? I was so flattered. I was really <laughs> flattered because I still kind of thought of you from a distance. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was flattered, but I also, the timing was perfect because I was feeling really confident in what I had done for Scottsdale Moms Blog. Yeah. Um, I had grown that. I had added 12 contributors. I had managed an editorial calendar. So even six months prior, I would have been like, yeah, like I just wouldn't have felt qualified or even known if I would have liked it. But it was such perfect timing because I I was in a place where I was like, yeah, I can help you. Yeah. And that was that, you know, sometimes opportunities come to you and you're like deer in headlights and that's okay. And other times you're like, I got this this one. And so um, I remember being really flattered and also being like, it's really perfect. And then Mm -hmm. my second thing was like, I was like, you know that I'm six months pregnant with my third child and my other children are two and four. And you were like, no, 
I'll be fine. The third kid is usually pretty easy, and like they sleep a lot. You won't need a lot of time. I remember you were like, you won't need a lot of time off, will you? <laughs> this was like October, September, maybe, and I was That's due in hilarious. January. And I was like, oh. I was like yeah. freaking out about even having a third kid. And my kids were really young, and it ended up. Well, fine. and I had just remembered, like, you know, I had done that same yeah. thing through three babies. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, yeah she'll like, be fine. I mean, I figured you'd probably right. be, go off the yes. radar for and a while. And isn't that so our personalities? Yes. I'm like thinking of everything that might go wrong and why this will be really stressful. And you're like, yeah, I was fine. like, nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> and it was, you know, I'm sure you probably were super stressed at certain, at certain times, but it was in the end. No, you're fine. right. They do sleep a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and- it was it, it was, was totally fine. fine. Yeah, it was I mean, totally fine. I, I also knew like we could work to get, we could make it work. Like I knew I wasn't going to be a super hardcore. Like you have to, you know, you get a week off, and then yeah. I mean it was much more flexible than that and fluid. But it it probably was a little bit of a leap of faith for you because you had been solo for a long yeah. time and you had Total. tried hiring like virtual assistants before and that hadn't it no. had come and gone. Well, so and do you little... remember our initial? I mean, our initial communications about your actual job. Was like me going, uh, here's the thing. Like, I need someone to do this, 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 this. But I know you can't do all of that, but here's some of the stuff I want to do. And they would be these emails that would be like pages and pages and pages. I think long. I wrote a job description. Yes. Because that's like I more how my yes. brain works. Well, and I couldn't yeah. write it for you. Yeah. I needed you to write it for yeah. yourself. That actually was one of the things I needed you to do because I couldn't write yeah. it for you. So that worked out really, really well. But I mean, I guess then the great thing is so what really happened then at the Happiest Mom, which we then very soon yeah, after, a couple months after rebranded into the happiest home. And we worked on that for a few years together is that you became like a really consistent voice on the site. And I felt like, you know, listeners or readers really connected with you and you had younger kids yeah. and it was like a really great kind of transition. And then when we started deciding, we were started to talk about shutting the site down and I wavered a lot and I really wanted to keep working with you on something. Yeah. And it was like, what is it going to be? Yeah. What's it going to be? Well, and don't you feel, I feel like we always kind of knew like, we would work together in Something. some capacity. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was. That was a long process it of was. deciding to. But I. But the podcast is what did it. Yeah. When we did the mom hour, I said, "Oh, this is it. Yeah. This is what we'll transfer. Yeah. You know, this is what yeah. we're going to transition into. And now I can really like let the blog go, and I'm going to feel okay about yeah. that. And so, um, we started the mom hour like a year ago. Yep. Exactly a year ago. And we also, I'm thinking of too, like when we met in person for the first time, because some of our yeah. other. Um, our other friend pairs that talked talked about that and you came to phoenix yeah. for a smaller blog conference yeah and i violet was like three months three or four months old so i probably wouldn't have traveled anywhere but it just happened to come it's funny how these come to my hometown i know i live in these and i remember places. holding violet like mm-hmm. you were doing something were you in a session eating, or, or, eating no. or something and i remember sitting on a bench holding violet yeah and she was just a little chunk, yeah, like a little baby. Like a yeah. But we actually spoke. So I was like at my first blogging conference and then spoke about. We should share a picture of that. Yeah. We have a picture You're, somewhere of yes. us speaking. Yeah. Um, but we talked about working together. I think one thing that's different with us um, than the other people that we've talked to is, you know, you were, we were like teacher, student, and then technically like boss employee. Although I think we've always worked. So I mean, we we're more like, like a partner. Yeah. That's not but like, like that. yeah. And I think it's cool how that has how like the personal friendship has developed even in what would be like traditionally like more formal roles. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. I just think like yeah, we get along really well. I feel like I feel like we have the same same. We think the same things. We do are think funny. the same things. Are funny. And we we're different in all the right ways. Yes, and the same in all the right ways. So like the things that you're like the things I really need you to be a little different in because yes. that as helps things actually get done is it's like a perfect match. So what and I love is like, you're right. It did kind of go from this, 
teacher or mentor or whatever yeah. student and then boss yeah employee underling underling <laughs> peon and now it's like we're really partners yeah. in this and it's great and i just love i love how that i mean one of the things i keep thinking you know going forward now that i'm <clears throat> almost 40 <laughs> and moving kind of out of a very intensive phase of motherhood in my life is like how to lift up and support other women Mm -hmm. and help everyone just like kick butt together. And that is one of the things I think is so great about the online space. It's like not, you know, I am a girl from a small town in the Midwest. I did not graduate college. Like if this were 20 years ago, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't even be thinking along the lines of the things that I've done and the things that we've been able to do together. It wouldn't even be possible. So it's like the friendships and connections you can create also like the people that you can have these conversations with yeah. and have these ideas with mm-hmm. and these brainstorms with yeah. are and so the people there's a the people part of it there's the opportunity part yeah. it's just really cool yeah and it makes me really excited I mean I know we complain a lot about like what the internet is doing for our kids like yeah. do our kids but I but I'm also very excited about the possibilities yeah. and the doors that it opens agreed no and just back to that note of you know lifting others up and supporting each other. I have to say you so I've been to probably three conferences with you and again for listeners who don't know the backstory Megan's been doing this professional writing and or professional blogging um for over 10 years and again going into this backstory I started in a very small way in like 2011 so like half that time yeah and none of it on a major scale for a long time so you have been so generous with me like every time we come to one of these conferences you're so generous with like oh you know introducing me to your awesome friends and not making me feel like the new kid and um yeah no but it is it is a community that is welcoming but it still can be intimidating if you're the new kid i I I always feel like you're you'll always save a place for me (laughs) i do or the bed but uh, again the bed (laughs) so let's talk about how this is kind of like leached over into our real life yeah Yeah. so last summer our kids had a chance to meet that was really fun and we should post a picture of when Clara or allegra's yeah so Clara and Allegra really hit it off. Yes. They're almost oh, exactly a year apart. Yeah, they're a year apart. And they write each other yes, letters. Yes, pen pals. Oh, they've yeah. gotten a little, they've got school and stuff. It's gotten crazy. So they've gotten a little lackadaisical. But the last letter Clara wrote, Allegra was like, why don't you write yeah. me anymore? It was a full guilt And it had like a sad face. And it was like, but why? <laughs> Tell me why or something. It was hysterical. And then Allegra writes back very matter of factly yeah. like, I'm so I am sorry. So sorry. I have <laughs> Um, yeah, and it was really fun to hang out. And our husbands get along really well, which do. does not surprise us, I don't yeah, think. No. Um, but you and I, again. We've kind of joked that, like, you're John and yeah. I'm, like, Brian. Yes. So yes. we have, like, a little bit of that, But you I know. feel like they also are cut from the same cloth in yeah. some ways, like, just as dudes. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we actually got to go out to dinner, the four of us, last night. And I don't know. I love our texting relationship. Like, just, like, inappropriate humor at all times. Yeah. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, the best out like funny pictures. And she likes to tease John because he really wants to live in Southern California. So Sarah will text John pictures of her at the beach in like January just to mess with him. He'll come in the room and be like, Sarah. Yeah. He's like, I hate so much right now. (laughs) So... No, it has been it has been really fun. So it has been. We've got to get out to Michigan, but we came to Chicago, yep, so yep, that yep. yeah, so we're we even. A to we're see even. You there. So like, what is then like? What's the takeaway? I mean, I just feel like we've heard these great stories today of these women who have developed. And I don't want the pressure to be on for people who are listening and are like, I'm not going to start a business. I'm right. not going to do a podcast or make friends with strangers on the internet or make friends yeah. with strangers on the internet. But I feel like it just being open to it. Um, 
being open and and I have to say, even though Facebook groups is not sponsoring this, but they should, totally <laughs> should be. We I am if probably been more ahead of the game. They maybe they would have right. <laughs> so I have been a member of probably I mean over the course of Facebook. 30 to 40 Facebook groups at least. And it's, I mean, not only is it a great way to meet people who are sort of in your interest group, whether that's new mom or whatever it is, I just, it kind of just shrinks the world a little bit. And that's what I feel like is happening now in a really cool way. Like it's just becoming that much easier to connect with people. I mean, I just ran back into my best friend from first grade Mm. on Facebook. She was totally not around. I could not find her anywhere. And I searched hard and one day she just popped up on Facebook and I was so excited. I mean, yeah. maybe I'll never see her again. Yeah. She was a major part of my life, yeah. you know, and now she's like back and yeah. she has kids and it's yeah. just so great to be able to connect that way. Yeah. So. No, I was thinking um, Asha and Christine, when they were talking, Asha, I think hit it on the head when she said that these lines between what is a real life friend. And I mentioned that's at the start of the show and what's an online friend have completely blurred. And when this was really clear to me was when we moved from Arizona to California about a year and a half ago. Um, there's like this awkward thing that happens when you meet real life people for the first time. And now the way social media is, you know, what happens is they go home and they send you a friend request like right away. Right. And I have to admit that sometimes that's a little off putting for me. Cause I feel like, well, let's like at least pretend to try to get to know each other right. a little bit in person. Cause <laughs> yeah. then you go and now like you've got access to like all of me immediately. It's just right. very strange. However, I will say that like, then there's real life friends that you actually haven't talked to in 20 years. So how is that any different right. that they are seeing pictures of your kids? Do you know what I mean? Right. So I agree. I think those lines have blurred so much. And I think as we get closer to 40 and as these friendships kind of like mature and you need different things from your friends, you don't need everybody to be your bestie since high school right. and you don't need everybody to have the exact same kids age as you. So I just see it as richness rather than, delineation yeah um and i i think we should say something to our listeners who are not on facebook because those people do exist that all of this <laughs> <laughs> all of this is part of a much bigger conversation which is how yes. do you keep in touch with the people who are important to you how mm-hmm. do you how do you nurture new friendships um especially if they're long distance and how do you bring out good creative ideas whether it's work or passions or just going on a trip together and how do you make that happen across the miles or with busy family lives? And I think obviously Facebook is where a lot of it happens, but it's not the only place. place. I mean, their friendships could be made in the comments section of our podcast show notes, hint, hint. But I'm just saying, you know, the things that draw people together, it makes sense that people who connect with us for whatever reason will connect with each other. Yes. You know, that's how this all works. The reason we get along is because you read my blog and liked what I had to say. Well, then it makes sense that we would like each other, you know, and that's true with so many of the people who I've found that way. And I'll also say, like, I think sometimes there's a little bit of like a little bit of like hero worship or something when people have a platform. Mm -hmm. And I I get it because I get it. I have that, too. But honestly, if you lived in my town and nobody literally lives in my town, but if you did, if you lived in my town or a town over and you reached out, I would totally right. get out. together with you and hang out. Like that to me is the beauty of it too. We're all just people. Yeah. I am. We're not movie stars. Right. We just have a microphone right. and, and a RSS feed. Yeah. And so, your husband, John, and my to husband to do the internet. editing. But really, I mean, that's all, we're all just people. And that's, I think that that's where the, the, the beauty is and the great connection as we kind of all become like, in a way it sounds so corny, but we all become kind of like content producers mm-hmm. in our own small ways, whether it's, posting stuff on Facebook or doing a podcast or whatever. It just gives people a little peek into our lives. And then 
that can be a great way to like discover your people. Yes. And to find then quote unquote in the old sense, real life, it's all real life, but the old sense of, uh, offline friendship. Someone you can actually yeah. see in real life and who can hold your baby or whatever. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> whatever. Or whatever. Whatever, or whatever. <laughs> whatever you want to do with that baby. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so can we should we wrap up? Let's wrap up. All right. So we just want to make clear we want to make sure that you guys check the show notes for this one because I want you guys to go to Christine and Asha's podcast and sites and Jessica's podcast or site and podcast. She has both. And also Kristen Liz and Chris yeah. Kristen's podcast and cool mom picks. So like all the links will be yep. there for you and, and we hopefully pictures. turn some people on to new shows. So people are always yes. looking for new podcasts. So yeah. we purposely did this could have been anybody, but we purposely did it with other podcasters. They would with a microphone. Well, that, yeah, we didn't want to have to teach someone how to hold it or anything, <laughs> but also because then we can connect you guys who are our listener friends with other people, other shows like, yeah. who have great podcasts. So please, do check out episode 49. Go to those show notes. Let us know what you think. Like, yeah. if you want, if you liked this and think it would be fun for us to do more special, weird episodes. Like in bed. This, bed and, you know, have a glass of wine. Like, let us know. Because yeah. we, we are always experimenting. We're always happy to try new things oh. to an extent. Hello at themomhour.com is how you can reach us or leave us a comment in the show notes. Next time, guys. Bye. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Sarah, I have been having just the best time making my new podcast, The Teas Made. I launched back in November, and so far I've covered topics like staying warm on cold winter walks, nurturing creativity, how to be a great host, and even Nordic secrets to loving winter. Well, you know I am fan number one of The Teas Made. It's got such a cozy vibe, and it seems like you've really hit your stride in covering topics like wellness, self-care, comforting rituals and routines, and home and family life. Just look for The Teas Made with Megan Francis wherever you get your podcasts or head to theteasmade.com to find all the episodes.